All right, duck. What are you doing? Hey, old shug. Where are you going? Who's that lad? Who's that lad? Voice notes, lad. Voice notes, lad. It's Liam. Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode, episode number 23 of the Voice Notes podcast presented to you by our friends, Faster Pasta, Cambridge's premier fresh pasta delivery service. I am in a fucking great mood, um, cracking a beer out, I've had a great day, this is obviously coming out on Wednesday, Wednesday the 9th of June, um, I've had a fucking sick day, I've had a great day, um, like... It, I feel like I, I don't know. I don't know why. It, just a load of things have just happened. It's just really cool. I've just happened. I've had a really, 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 really great day. Um, I'm so good. I've lost all rhythm of speech. But and I'm not drunk. I'm. I'm not drunk. I'm not. I'm not high. I've not just gotten laid. I'm just. I've had a fucking great day. Just loads of good things. Like little nice things have happened. So day didn't start off so great. I got a notification on my phone saying that I had. I need to quarantine or isolate for a day, like for one day. I, when I got into the office this morning at like half eight, and then I was in the, I was in a, literally in the middle of a morning meeting, and then nine o'clock I got this, this fucking notification, and it said like, "Oh, you're you've got um you've got to isolate for the day," and I was like, "Fucking day, what the hell?" So I then book a test. So I went to get a test at ten, and I was kind of like, "Oh fuck, say a bit sort of mornings out of whack," so. In a bit of a mood, bit of a pissy mood, but then I come back. Sunshine, it's beautiful weather. How fucking nice is this weather, by the way? This is absolutely gorgeous. I hope everyone's enjoying this weather as much as I am, but obviously not today because um, I've been isolating. But anyway, started off a bit rough, and then I got back. A few things happened. Obviously, you got the thousand plays on um, the podcast. That a thousand people have listened to the podcast or started the podcast fantastic like thank you so much to everybody who has like listened and liked and shared and all that stuff like it may not like i said in the post it may not seem like a lot but to me it is like it's 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 massive it means the world so um like i said keep this train going we keep on going so yeah thanks everyone quick tie pump to you guys um so that happened also what the fuck else happened it was that good i can't remember fuck fuck I booked my vaccine. I've booked my vaccine. So I've got my first and second dose. I've booked them. I've booked them. So I've booked the first one for next Wednesday on, I always say Wednesday, like Wednesday, like that, because my old art teacher was a Scotsman, was a Scotsman. And he always said, like, Wednesday, like that, like Wednesday, like that. Um, and I've got other Scottish friends and they don't say, like, they just go Wednesday, Wednesday. Um, but anyway, next Wednesday, Wednesday the seventeenth of June uh, is my first dosage, which I'm excited. I'm excited for. It's quite cool. Um, just yeah, get the vaccine, bro. Loads of people my age. I I sort of scratch my head and think like, unless you've worked, unless you work for the NHS, like Connor, who's not on the podcast tonight. Obviously, you guys know him. He's a freaking primary school teacher, and he's not got the. He's not had a vaccine yet, and other people have. Like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, crazy. Anyway, so that happened. That happened. This other thing, which I won't tell you yet, but it's like a thing that's been in the pipeline for months and months and months, like literally over a year. That's finally come up. Like I wasn't expecting that as well today. That was just so fucking sick. I, I was so happy about that. The weather's great. Like what the morning, the the crap, like kind of off keel morning I had was just completely 
punched in the face by the good shit that happened. And as well, you would have found out by um, now about the top fives. So the top five logo came, which I'm so happy about. A um, bit about the top five. Um, basically, it's going to be a new feature that because I've been talking about something like exciting new stuff that comes with the podcast. Um, I'm going to re- be running alongside the sort of regular episodes like this episode. I'm going to be re- running, say, like um, a side, a little side piece, which will co- initially come out every other week. So, um, judging on how how much you guys like it, it will like um, uh, hopefully be more regular. So, I think I'll just do it anyway because I think it'd just be a fun idea. So, what it is? So, it's top five. So, voice notes percent top five. So, what it is is myself. And three other people, a group of people. So it could be probably make a nice round number, um, even number, sorry. Four people will discuss our top five, you know, fashion faux pas, top five, you know, favorite cereal bars, top five this, top five that. So, and the thing of it is like, you can't have the same thing. So if I pick my, like the cocoa bar cereal, cereal bar, matey boy over there can't have the same thing. So you have to come armed with options. The guests will become armed with options have a bit of banter back and forth. And um, yeah, you would have seen on the post on Instagram already um, after, after this episode. So yeah, that's exciting. That's going to be kicking off very, very soon. I just wanted to get the logo out and get the, you know, all that stuff because I didn't want to. So I remember when I started the podcast, I didn't have a logo. It was literally just like people sharing. It was like RSS feed. So I needed to get a logo first um, and just kind of change all that. So little things I wanted to do. But yeah, really, really excited about that. Just just a fucking day, like a great day, like really, really good day. Just drinking beer, not well, not drinking beer, but like I've after work, obviously, you know. Um, so have enjoying a no free ads, but a Northern Monk, Faith, Hazy, Hazy, Hazy IPA, just a great day. Really, really enjoying myself. But yeah, um, also. Thanks to everyone who joined the live stream last week. Um, a first sort of like test live stream, live stream. I know it was a bit kind of rough and tough with just the phone, but you know we're on a shoestring budget. We're, a, you know, we're living a champagne lifestyle of a lemonade budget here on this podcast. So yeah, just kind of getting the those running. I'll definitely be doing more of those. Thanks to everyone who said yes to who want to see more of them. If you said no, fuck you. So yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, we're watching the football. I don't think I've been more excited for a football tournament or football something football related than this. Like I'm so so excited. I'm buzzing. Like like I I cannot describe how how excited I am. I just I'm so fucking excited. The weather is banging. Like just the England are sick. We've got a really good team. I just feel it just it just feels everything's clicking. I can't even click, but if everything's clicking i just i'm so excited it's just football i love football um yeah just it's just it's oh, just brilliant i can't I, yeah i'm I really look forward to it. I, a bit more about that in a minute um obviously you're gonna play the two warm-up games they won both of them very good james ward prowse is the most is the unluckiest man in in in, in england right now behind trent alexander arnold obviously because he got injured he was in the squad unlucky mate but um yeah, what else has been happening? I've just been enjoying the really nice weather. The weekend just passed, obviously, um, post Cornwall, uh, post Cornwall Chronicles, pretty much back to back to life, back to normal. 
Saturday, I was just at an insane sort of beer run, which was really, I did about 15,000 steps. It was ridiculous. I went all around like Sherwood and Baseford in Nottingham just to find, because I thought, it's a nice day. I need to go shopping anyway. And we didn't have a fucking fridge. Like we came back. Ah, oh, this is another fucking thing. Came back from Cornwall. I'm not sure if I mentioned this, but our fridge broke and our landlord just kind of dropped the ball of it. And we got a new fridge delivered, like a temporary fridge. And it came and the guy said like, oh, give it two hours and you can plug it in again because it's been traveling. And obviously that's what you just do because you, you can't just, it just messes with the thing. It messes with the feng shui of the fridge pretty much. So two hours pass, I go to plug it in. Obviously it's tangled around the back. So you have to un- untangle it and pull it out. I pull it out. I thought at first I've used a bit of force here, but the plug was bent, like the the thing, so you couldn't plug it in. I was like, "You're having a fucking laugh." We hadn't had a we haven't had a fridge by that time in uh, a week. I know first world problems, but it's like it was annoying at this point. It was annoying, okay, and it just really bothered me. But we had this um, this fridge problem, um, which was just so annoying, and that. Top of that, it was like nine, ten o'clock at night. That's an exaggeration. It was like eight o'clock in the evening. Connor and I went for drinks at Weatherspoons. Thanks for the drinks, by the way, everybody. Shout out, you guys. Uh, we got a hold of our landlord and then pulled out the bag. These guys who came to f- deliver the fridge, they came around and they fixed the the plug so we couldn't have a fridge again. So all is restored in this house. Fantastic, fantastic news. But Yes, the insane beer run, because it was so nice. I really fancied, because a few weeks ago, when I was back home for a bit, uh, I had these small, the 330ml cans of Corona, and I'm now a small can guy. I cannot have the big cans anymore. I can't really, um, call me a lightweight, yeah, that's what I am. But I had the, the smaller cans, and I had about 16 of these, horrible, but I had about... But they were just so delicious. I had, they were just going down so well. They were perfect temperature. They were so cold and just so refreshing. And just like glugging them back. It was just delicious. Obviously, hung over the next day, horrifically hung over. But I was looking, I know they sell them in Audi. So I thought, oh, there's an Audi around the corner from us. So I'll, I'll, I'll won't go to Lidl today. I'll go to Audi because they sell those beers and I want to get them. Because it's a nice summer's day and I just want to sit in my garden and have a few beers, have a good time. So. Go to Audi, and I thought, kill two birds, one stone, I'll get some shopping in as well. Neither happened. They didn't have the beer. I was like, oh, okay, fuck. But if you're familiar with this area, if you're familiar with the sort of Basford Sherwood area, where that Audi is, there's a Saint, there's a Sainsbury's right next door, and further up the road, there's a Tesco Mini. There's a Mini Tesco. So I thought, okay, I'll go to the Sainsbury's next to me and see if there's any in there, because they've sometimes got a few like decent beers in there and they do the free 30 mil cans so I go in there they don't have the Corona but they have they don't have the Corona they have these other like I bought a couple I've got four cans I've got a neck oil I've got a Camden Hells can and two cans of Jubel Jubellingham the peach beer bit eh. yes and no it was okay that wasn't too bad neck oil never disappoints I've not had the thing yet but I was like, okay, first beers are out of the way. I've got these beers. For okay, I'll go to Tesco, see if I can get these ones. 
Going to the mini Tesco, there's no Corona cans. I was like, for fuck's sake, this is really annoying now. Because I know they sold them in Tesco as well. The big Tesco, albeit I wasn't a small Tesco. So I go to this small Tesco, there's no beers. And I thought, okay, I'll get the, I'll get six stubby cans of the Heinekens, Heine Minis. I'll get some of those. So I walk back and I thought, you know what? I'm near Lidl. I'll go to Lidl and check out if they've got any. Did they? Did they buggery? They didn't have a thing. They just had... Um, uh, Guinness cans and kind of their sort of mock of like Stella and stuff like that, like Bella or something like that. But it was um, so to no avail. I didn't get the beer, but I had like a selection of other of a beers. But because I went into the nah, after after little, I'll try co-op on Mansfield Road, the first co-op um, next to the Cheesecake Factory. Went into there. I bought four cans of something. I bought sort of like four other cans of something else. So I've got like 10 beers of what I didn't want in my bag, plus a bit of shopping. So I've kind of just done this mad beer run without actually getting the beers I wanted, but I've got like, I've, I've still got something. So I'm satisfied. My beer, I'm, I'm, my beer sort of first is going to be, is going to be satisfied if that's an actual phrase. So I get back home and then, but I remembered there's the Northern Monk, which I'm drinking now and they sell them in Tesco. I thought, you know what, I'm going, but I went back to Tesco to buy more beer. So I was kind of stocked up for beer. But yeah, that was my beer run. If you enjoyed that, who knows? But it was insane because I was sweating my bollocks off going back and forth to these places. Like I said, I did about 15 million steps that day. Outstepped everybody in Nottingham that day. Fantastic, fantastic efforts. And yeah, it was just very, very hot, but nice to be out in the sun, nice to get out a bit of exercise, a bit of exercise. Um, speaking of exercise, I went to the gym for the first time in a long time the other day on Sunday. Sunday was stickier than a toffee, than a toffee apple. It was absolutely, it was sticky, icky. It was so like muggy and stuff because Saturday was gorgeous. Sunday was nice, but it was just, because it rained Saturday, Saturday evening, my love. And it was, yeah, it was very, um, very sticky. Stickier than a toffee apple, I like to say. But, yeah, went to the gym. Didn't really, I had a decent time. I had a, had a great time. I really enjoyed myself. I've, it was really good, actually. I, I didn't do as bad. I only did, like, 45 minutes. I was just like, you know, cardio. Yeah. Did, like, the bike, which I always quite like. And always quite like. And... Did a bit of running as well and the crossfitter. Is it the crossfitter when you kind of you look like you're kind of thrusting in midair? You're kind of like, you can, it's like this. I like to call it the slow mo machine because you can, it looks like you're proper running. And if you pace yourself, if you do it in a certain way, you look like you're but yeah, no, um, bit the gym and I've not been back since. (laughs) Um, because I, I didn't think I, I thought my membership had cancelled because I didn't see they obviously just froze it for a long time because they'd been closed for a long long time but the payment came out the other day and I thought oh, I guess I'm still a member so went in there and yeah just, I, I don't mind the gym it's just getting me there I had to wrestle I had to like, I was a bit of a mental midget in my head just kind of thinking like oh god like should I go there should I not I, I had like had the gear on and then. I went there in the end. It's just kind of convincing myself to go there because I'm now, in my head, I'm just like, I can just go for a big walk now and that's like decent enough exercise for me. I'm like an old man now. I just, I'd rather go for a, a lovely a lovely walk. But I might as well have because it was fucking sticky as, sticky as shit. 
But uh, yeah, decent gym sesh. I was gonna go go was good good go to do the the weights. I was gonna do the weights actually, but because you know when I said I did the canyoning thing in uh, Cornwall, I didn't feel as strong as I. I'm not gonna say I didn't feel as strong as I strong as I usually feel because I'm not like I'm not like built like a brick shit house. I'm just a big lad, so but I, I felt quite weak there but my dad did say I told my dad about this story and he said like well to be honest you're not really using like your strength that much anyway it's a bit of a par actually because I'm because you're not on a physical job you're just in a fucking desk job but he's got a point I'm not really using not using my strength like all that, that probably sounds ridiculous to be honest that whole segment but anyway I was going to go the way but I'm I don't know probably a bit intimidation because I'm just like I've got a bit of a I've got a bit of a boiler and, you know, I'm not really like the weight sort of guy, to be fair. Um, I'll do legs because, you know, built like a ram. And, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll get, maybe one day I'll get there. Maybe just give me a fuck bunch of steroids and I'll do it. But other than that, that was my weekend. Fairly uneventful. I had the house to myself on Saturday. Didn't do much. Just watched a couple of, watched a couple of films, really, my loves. I don't know why I keep referring back to that accent. But, <coughs> but yeah, no, um, pretty just standard week, to be honest. It's just, I was in, I was supposed to be in the office all week because we've had, like, I, would, I did say we had builders in, but I just wanted to be in the office. So I wanted to kind of mix it up. Mix it up. Switch it up. But, yeah, anyway, this is a, I don't know where I'm going with this podcast. I'm just chatting shit. Where do you go usually, Liam? Um, anyway. But I watched as well on Saturday, I've not watched all of it, um, the documentary about Crystal Palace, When Eagles Dare. I really enjoyed this um, uh, documentary. It brought back a lot of memories um, that we had of that season. That was the first season when I was at UD. And, and it was just yeah, it was just brilliant to watch. It was just really, really nice. And it was just good to see, like... I don't know, just like actually hearing... Because I've been really like critical, obviously, of Crystal Palace and like, the running of them a little bit. And you think like, oh fucking hell, shut up! Like, what, what, what do you want? I just want a bit more ambition, sort of thing. But then it's not an overnight success, and it certainly hasn't been an overnight success. But I just really enjoyed that, like the success of that team, because we were shit for so long, and then we just turned in like a great championship team. And the players we had, it just it was just really cool to just. Yeah, it was just nice. It was just it was, it's, it's, it's a good watch, and for a Crystal Palace fan, obviously, I'm going to enjoy it because it's about a time when we were, we were pretty good. So, and it's at that time when we obviously nearly went down, and like the severity of that. Like, if we would have gone down against Sheffield, you went Sheffield Wednesday, and Steve Parrish and the boys getting the club and like that story. Like Steve Parrish recently, I've got a bit more, a bit more respect. Um, I won't say that, but. I, no, but I like him a little bit more now because he just speaks very well and you can tell his passion for the club and, like, he never ran, like... Obviously, I'm not... I've never run a football club, but he kind of put it quite well. Like, running a football club is, like, not like running any other business at all because it's just it, the sort of variables and, like, so many things happen. Like, it's just... It's a business like no other. So it's very... Um, and him just speaking very candidly about a load of things, it's just really, it's really good. And the other owners as well, like chiming in, like just a bunch of local lads, like pitching in and, you know, helping the club at the time of need, which is just really good to see. And like, obviously they're still, still at the head. I think we're in good hands. Like it kind of made me think like, probably I was a bit too much of a fucking twat, like just moaning about a load of stuff. 
Um, but at the same time, you know, football fans are fickle, including myself. I'm a bit fickle sometimes, and sometimes I don't know what I'm talking about. So, like a lot of people, but who knows? I'm passionate. I, I love my t- I love my club. Speaking of which, um, another good thing today, to da da da. Uh, Crystal Palace are close to finalising the deal with former Wolves boss Nuno Espirito Santo as their new manager. This is the sort of appointment I've been dying for. Like, just a bit of ambition. Like, obviously, he's done a great job at Wolves. Like, and I get when people say it's a step down because, yeah, when you look at where we finished, where, where, where they finished in the last couple of seasons, yes, I get that. But. We have been an established Premier League club for the last nine years. This will be our tenth year in the Premier League. Like, you can definitely tell there's like something in the air, kind of like there's the, obviously the winds, the winds of change. Um, so, and that's just the last. Our last five managers have been Hodgson, De Boer, Allardyce, Pardew, Pulis, and Holloway. Nothing wrong with those managers. They've all done it. They all did a like. By and large, they all did a great job. Like, did the job they were hired for. But, like, you can tell why, like, Palace, like, Palace fans are fucking buzzing for this. Because, like, he's he's a guy who, like, guided, like, Wolves promotion the first season. And then he fucking... Seventh, two seasons in a row, like, Europe, Europa League quarterfinals. Obviously, they tailed off a little bit this season. But it was, like, he's still, like, on, on track. Yeah, he got sacked, but still, like... He did a good job, like by and large, he's he's like their most well. I won't speak for Wolves fans, but like probably their most successful manager in the last like twenty odd years. Um, so like it's that like my friend Steve, like he's he's a big Wolves fan, like he's he's enjoyed like the best time being a Wolves fan recently. So, um, and that's all down to him, like the players he's brought in, like his his ethos and philosophy. So I've been talking to him a lot about it recently, and I'm excited. Um, hopefully it can be finalised and stuff like that. Be interesting to see if he did turn down Everton for Palace, um, which will say a lot, which would be quite cool. But yeah, anyway, enough about Palace. Um, really excited, but just football in general. I'm just buzzing for the Euros. I'm buzzing, buzzing boys for the Euros. I'm just so excited. Like I spoke to my dad earlier, and like I said, I said, I said like far too many times just then. Probably about this podcast, but anyway, if you said I oh, will speak to you next week, I said yeah, I'll either be a bag of nerves or you know, a, a bundle of joy, which is kind of a metaphor for my life, really. Anyway, but the yeah, Gareth Southgate and the, the whole England thing, like, I'm just so excited. I can't, uh, this is so inaudible right now, but I'm so excited. But you know what I'm not excited for? And you know what I, because obviously, watching the Euros with your mates in a pub, there's nothing really better. And obviously, if England are doing well, then fantastic. Fucking loving life. But, we, me, Connor and I, and our other housemate Pierre, we've been on about because Pierre's moving out, and we're gonna have one big like kind of goodbye drink sort of thing for perfect time for the Euros. So we try and I'm on Saturday, tried to look for some tape like tried to call South Bank. I'm gonna call these fucking places out. I tried to call South Bank, called them, didn't pick up the first few times because it's Saturday. They're gonna be fucking busy. They picked up after a while. This girl said, "Oh, you're gonna have to book online. It's thing called Gigantic.com." And that's where you reserve tables. We don't have any tables for the Croatia game or the Scotland game, understandably. A bit late to that. But we do have some tables left for the Czech Republic game. I was like, okay, that's perfect. Last group game, that should be a, that should be a doozy. Go on to gigantic.com. £88 for a fucking table of four. And it's not just divided by four people. It's some weird thing. It's like £88 
each or something like that. It was ridiculous. Paying to watch football in a pub, essentially. Fuck off. And Beer Keller are doing the same. They're charging for tables of four. And so are Osbar as well. Yeah, fuck you guys. Because that is just scandalous. Like, as if, like, I know pubs have had a tough year, but everyone's had a fucking tough year. Like, you're going to make, it's the Euros for Christ, it's international football. Like, this country is football fucking mad. Like, it's the only thing that really brings us together. Like, everyone's going to be drinking their fucking bollocks off. Like, it is absolute joke that they are charging. They're going to make money off the bar. They're going to make all their money back off the bar. Why charge people to sit on, like, literally on a fucking chair to watch football? You're, ugh, it's so, f- I, I remember just thinking, that, actually, that is, like, actually scandalous when you think about it. Like, after the year a lot of people have had, like, and as well, and this is not kind of, a lot of people kind of maybe roll their eyes at this who aren't football fans or anything like that, but I'm, I apologise if, you, if you're not. But this is, obviously this was postponed last year, due to, obviously due to the pandemic. This is, a lot of people have been looking forward to this. Like, really looking forward to this. And it's a big thing. It's like a big deal. And, you know, and you're char- like, you're charging people extortionate fucking prices to sit and watch England play. Like, it's ridiculous. I get that you need to book places, but... Oh, it's just... It's, it's fucking stupid, mate. Like, I, and I'm, I'm... Yeah, fuck you guys. Like, because it's just... I, I, I can't believe that... Um, like, they're charging £80. Yeah, between four people, that's not that bad. But still, it's the principle... It still is a bit of money, like, it's 80 quid, like, you're going to be spending quite, if you're going to be there all day, because you got, you got to get there before kickoff, a few hours, but maybe like an hour before kickoff, just so it's not that bit, like, bit of build-up almost. And it's just, like, yeah. fuck you guys, like, it's just absolutely, sc- I cannot believe it. It's absolutely scandalous, but I know in terms of the grand scheme of things, like, it's not that bad, like, loads of other things going on in the world, but, like, it's a thing that people have been looking forward to, and you'll take your fleecing everyone you're you're trying to fleece loads of people like it's just yeah i um yeah i i don't like it i don't like it mate i don't like it um quite clearly just been quite animated by it but but not animated but um yeah but like nevertheless regardless of that we're gonna find spots anyway and even still we could just get a load of beers in and just watch on telly at home and then just have a good time, just spill onto the streets afterwards when we win. So it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good either way. It's gonna we're gonna have a good time. So but yeah. Osbar, South Bank, and Beer Keller. Fuck yourself. Like absolute go shove it up your ass, mate. You're gonna earn money off the bar bill alone. Your bars are gonna be packed. There's gonna be no social distancing. None. Like none whatsoever. Whatsoever, but so yeah. Anyway, England, I'm buzzing. I'm so excited. I'm just so excited. So excited. I read that letter Gareth Southgate wrote to the people, the good people of England. And yeah, he's the fucking man. He's a great guy. And he's exactly what we need as a manager. Like, when he when he come in, he's exactly what we need. Like, we've always like needed a bit of a dose of bit a bit dose of honesty. And he said, we aren't good enough this team isn't good enough and he sort of brought that club mentality over what Wales had 
um, in 2016, which is a good thing. And we've just been made all the better for it. Obviously, got to a World Cup semi-final, like qualification. I remember a couple of years, it was uh, just after the World Cup, watching a um, qualification game. Yeah, it was against like Lithuania. But we were smashing them 5-0 after like 40 minutes. And I was like, this is progress. Because 10 years ago, or like for the last 10 years, of like or 15 years of my life, watching England, if we play like pub teams like Moldova or fucking Liechtenstein, we struggle to get a fucking goal at halftime. Like, and this is like, we should be turning these teams over 5 or 6 nil. So, that like, s- small signs of progress obviously, but it's all, all turns down to, all goes down to tournament football. I still think Gareth Southgate is the man for the job, even if we do have a bad tournament, but I don't think we're going to have a bad tournament. Like, we'd have to have, we'd have to lose every single fucking game, which I don't think is going to happen. I think we're going to, I think we're going to top the group and I think that, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I, I always think we're going to go all the way anyway, because now we'll never, because we have got a good team. I even thought this when we had like fucking Phil Jagielka and Matt Ups and <laughs> the fucking World Cup of 2010. Like, I think like, yeah, I just think we're going to, I think we're going to win it. We're going to win it. But that was a dog shit tournament. Um, and so was 2014. So was 2016. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very, very excited. It starts on Friday. I think it's Italy versus. I want to say Switzerland. I know it's definitely Italy. Italy are a sleeper team as well. People are sleeping on it on the Italians. And also, I think just teams you can never write off like the Italians. They'll always go deep. Like they've just got that sort of winning mentality. Like those those players, those Italian players. None of them have won the World Cup or like got like cause they last won the World Cup in 20, 2006. 26, 2006, and they got to the finals in the Europe, European Championships in 2012. There's probably some players in that. Like this goes, this goes for like teams like Germany as well. Germany probably more recently because they won the World Cup more recently. But like they just, they've got that winning mentality because they, they're Germany because they because they know that they they can go deep. They've got that sort of like, and as well the German team, a lot of their players play for Bayern, so. They're just serial winners anyway, and they all know each other. So that kind of club mentality sort of thing, like we always talk about. But that we always talk about, like we cover it every single fucking week. But, but, yeah, I, th- I think getting to a World Cup semi final for England just obviously it's going to do anyone in the world good. I think we've just got genuine World Cup world class players. I, people talk talk about me and Connor and I have spoke about this. My other friends have spoken about this about um uh, you know people fucking who is it. Because if we top the group, we either get uh, either Germany, Portugal, or France. And I think that, like for like, we we match all those teams. Like we match all those teams. There's no there's no doubt about it. When you when you looked at what obviously a defense is sometimes a bit dodgy, but still like Maguire is still a good player. Like Kyle, War- whoever starts at right back is a fucking stud. Left back, a Chilwell or Shaw, it should be Shaw. Shaw's a fucking stud. Like John Stones, really good player. Like Ben White's a good player as well. He's just been brought in. Like we've got deep options, and our midfield: Declan Rice. Like if, when, when he starts, Jordan Henderson to come on if he's fit enough. Um, fucking Sancho, Grealish, like Foden, Bellingham. Like we have like world class players back to front, forward to back. Like it's fucking. I don't think forward to back is a thing, but we have world class players. We can go like for like for those. I think it's just it's all about changing mentality. Like we can beat those teams. Like you look at like yeah they've got Mbappe, yeah they've got Griezmann, you got that. But we've got fucking Harry Kane, we've got Raheem Sterling, we've got Jane Sancho, we've got the list is endless. 
It's not endless, it's 26 men. But, you know what I mean. It's We can go toe-for-toe toe for these, with these teams. Absolutely. And I think I think we will. I think we're going to beat one of the big teams. Like, we were saying the other, cause the other day, I don't think I've ever seen England beat um, the biggest team. Here's a trivia question, actually. I know it's not. I can't remember. I'll, I'll try and remember it. <laughs> England of the... I've only seen England obviously win like big group games. I remember the first one I remember like properly is when England won against Argentina in 2002 when Beckham scored that penalty. Um, more of like a symbolic win, but it's in the group stage, but that didn't do us any good. We beat Denmark in the uh, last 16, lost to Brazil in quarterfinals. Brazil obviously, you know, won the World Cup. 2006, we beat fucking, who the fuck did we beat in the last 16? Some fucking team. Can't remember. Lost to Portugal in the quarterfinals. Like, you know, it'd just be good to see, like, and we didn't even beat anyone that substantial in the group stage of that World Cup, like, in 2016. 2010, dreadful. Like, awful. Um, and people say, like, oh, yeah, worth if, if Lampard would have scored that goal, if they would have given that goal. Yeah, we would have lost fucking 4-2. We were shit. Um, 2014, shocking. Absolutely terrible. Um... 2016, I don't think I've ever been more angry about a football game after a football game in my life. I remember we were in the, we were in the Herald and Ely with my mates and it genuinely felt like it was going to kick off, like people were going to start fights because it was just... England were pathetic. They were shit. And they were just... It was just so frustrate, frustrating to watch. And I know it's a bit football heavy, this one, but whatever this podcast bit football heavy <laughs> it was like so I, I yeah I don't think I've ever been so like, I would never I, I would never like kick up I would never be so angry after a football match I was like oh I want to fight someone but it just seemed like the the clientele goes to Herald no disrespect but like it just it could have felt it felt like it could have kicked off at any point and yeah, I was so angry and obviously missed the World Cup I didn't miss it but I, was, I wasn't in this country um, in 2018 which uh, yeah, I was, that was the only time I was homesick that summer because I would have, yeah, I would have loved to have been here. And I, I, that's what I'm, I want so much. I want that so much for this summer, just to bring them to be good again, just to be, just to be good, just to be good, just to be a big team. And like, just if we imagine if we win, just imagine, like it'd be fucking, it'd be fucking sick. It'd be incredible. We play, we play, and the first game against Croatia. That's a te- like, I'm not sure like. Croatia is still an established international team. Like they just got to the World Cup final, for Christ's sake. And it's a game we can like a bit of a revenge game, revenge tour, twenty twenty one. So we can get we can get revenge on them. And if we say if we come out of the blocks, like we beat them like three one or like three nil, you can just sit like everyone's like, well, it's coming home. It's coming home. Like if we if we smash them out of the blocks, a draw wouldn't be too bad in the first game because they are a good team. And we can be a bit suspect at the back, but I'm just I'm just looking forward to it, if anything. Scotland, I think we'll either we could either struggle in that game or we'll just smash them. I can't see them beating us. I think we can beat them quite com- I think we'll beat them quite comfortably. They've got they're a good they're a decent side, but I just can't see them beating us. Um and the Czech Republic, yeah, we should beat them. I don't know any of their players other than Thomas Surchek. Unless Milan Barros still plays for him. <laughs> um but yeah, like, and then if we top the group, we'll either play Portugal, well, yeah, Portugal, France, or Germany. 
Which is just, I, I, yeah, I just, I am confident. I won't be confident on the day. I'll be like, a bag of nerves. If we play one of those the Germans as well, like, you cannot sleep on the I'll be more fearful of the Germans. You just cannot, you can never sleep on those guys. They're, they're just, they're, they're always, I would not be surprised if they made it to the final. If, if, if Germany went deep, because they are, they are good. They are very, they're just always good. They all, they always are. Like, just think about, like, just from the history of time, they've just always been good. They've won four World Cups. They've gone to, I think they've gone to the most finals. Then it was like from 1982 to 90, they went to, they went to three straight finals. They went, yeah, there's like 82, lost to Italy, uh, the Tardelli Tears. 86, lost to Argentina. 1990, they beat Argentina. 94, it was Brazil, Italy. And then it was um, France and Brazil. France won. And then they were back in the World Cup final again in 2002, beating by Ronaldo. Semi-finals in 2006. That was one of the best games I've ever seen as well. Like when, they, when Italy beat them, that was brilliant. You should check out the commentary, the Italian commentary for that game because that's electric. That's an absolute barnstormer. They went to the final again, the final of the European Championships in 2008. Um, and also, semi-final of the World Cup in 2010. Got beat by Spain, I believe. Won it in fucking 2014. Like, the best team there. Got to the semis of the Euros. Like, they're, they're always, they always go deep. They they didn't go deep in the last World Cup. They got, it was, they got knocked down the group stage. But more often than not, they always go like they always go deep. You can never ever sleep on the Germans. I always you always fancy them against like other teams, if, as, unless as well. Apparently for Germany, Italy are what the Germans are to us. Like if we play the Germans, we're like oh fuck, we're playing the Germans. But if um, Germany are playing Italy, they're like they're just there because they. I think they've only beaten them once in a major tournament, and that was in 2016 uh, on penalties, I believe. You know when Zaza Zaza. Did that fucking at night? I think of you. That sort of running like like that. It was like a little roadrunner step up and he just skated over the bar. But yeah, Germany you can't sleep on them. Obviously, France the world champions. They just got stacked team. They just like depth all over the gaff. And like Portugal, they just got young studs all over the place. So it's just a, it's going to be a good good tournament. It's just going to be so many so much good football. Like and there's there's teams like as well. You always see like Switzerland do well. Switzerland, like, oh, what's the group stage with Switzerland are playing some fucking good team? Fucking hell, who is it? Switzerland group stage. It was someone, and they always do well, Switzerland. Switzerland versus, mate, that's a great group. It's, Swi- it's Wales, Switzerland, Turkey, and Italy. That's a great group. That's a brilliant group. Like, Wales, Switzerland's going to be a good game. Italy, Switzerland's going to be. Turkey, Switzerland's going to be... They're all good games. Like Italy, Wales will be good. Wales, I think, will be... I think they'll come third in that group. And I think they'll be one of the best third-place third teams. Because of just the bail factor. I think he just turns it on for, for Wales. Because he just yeah, he's a different animal for Wales. Rams, they've still got Ramsey. Um, they've got fucking Wayne, Wayne Hennessy in goal, who's a... Fuck Wayne Hennessy. <laughs> I, I, I cannot stand that man. Like, um, like, And he always turns up for Wales. Like, fuck him. Um, and they've just got a good nucleus. They've got, obviously, I think... Is it, too, is, is it too much of a stretch? They might come second because they've got a bit... They've still got the lads from, like, 2016. Like, Joe Allen. Joe Allen's not a really top player anymore. 
was he ever really a top player? He, he played for Liverpool at one point, but was he ever really a top player? The Welsh Xavi, as uh, Brendan Rodgers had him, called him. But anyway, the Euros, I'm buzzing, as you can, as you can rightly tell. Uh, it's just it's something, international football just brings loads of people together. Like, people who don't like football always get hooked. Like, my mate Finn, who, who hates football, I think, pretty much hates football, has no real interest in it. But I remember talking to him on the phone uh, about the World Cup in 2018. Like, he was loving it. Like, people, like, girls who don't usually love it, they get involved. Like, that, everyone gets involved. It brings everyone together. And especially if we're doing well. Ah, oh, it's just a perfect cocktail. It's so good. I've just baffled on for 40 minutes, pretty much, about the Euros. And I think I'm going to do a reaction podcast after each game. So, after each game, I'm just going to do, like I say, 10, 10, 15 minutes of just talking about the game. So... Hopefully it will go well. If not, then, you know, we'll be ranting. But, yeah. Buzzing. Just, I'm so excited. It's just, there's nothing better than international football, like, tournament-wise. Like, obviously, the World Cup's the pinnacle, but the Euros, it's just, it's obviously second to it. Never rewatched really the like, Cup America and stuff like that, or the Africa Cup of Nations, or, like, the Asian Cup. It's all about the Euros and the World Cup, mate. It's all about the fucking that. But, yeah, buzzing for that. And if you boo when they take a knee, you're a cunt. So fuck off. Um, yeah, that's. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's. Yeah, what's all that? What's all that about? No, yeah, don't be booing when they take a knee, mate. You're a fucking spanner. Um, but yeah, other than that, that pretty much. I'm going to London this weekend. I'm going to go see some friends. Um, hopefully, my test comes back negative so I can go. Um, but yeah, I'm about to going to go see some friends. I'm going to have a good time. Come back Sunday, get ready for the England game. I've also ordered like my kind of England top as well. I'm like a kid at Christmas. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And there's like NFL, there's NFL, there's NHL playoffs as well. Bruins lost in game five. That couldn't even deter my my bad news. Sixers lost as well. But like that, yeah, I'm I'm just so excited. I'm so excited. But anyway. Top fives. I've mentioned it earlier. Top fives, I'm really, really excited about this. Um I think it'd just be it'd just be another bit of content to bring out, and I'm just really excited to get a, get the people. Um, going to cater it for every topic. I'm going to cater it for different people. So, going to try and organise the first one. Keep your eyes, keep your ears to the grindstone. Keep keep your eyes peeled on the Instagram and the socials for it. Um, but yeah, really really excited. Just kind of just people feeding off like just, yeah, just have a bit of banter with it and a bit of a bit of banter with it. So really excited about that. And just, yeah, just excited. Every time I do this, I just have fun. So, yeah, thanks. Cheers. Um, as well, also, England. Yeah, who starts for England? Who gets dropped? Yeah, I, I don't want to deal with that sort of um, that stress right now. Um, but anyway, also another big thank you to... Oh, yeah, shout out to the guys at Faster Pasta who had their first, like, um, workshop, like, kind of... Um, they're into now, um, like, a restaurant shop in Cambridge... By the looks of the pictures, they did great. So um, no doubt they were going to do great anyway. But shout out to the boys for doing that. And they picked the perfect day for it. Like Saturday was actually gorgeous. So people must have been having a fucking great time. Eating just gourmet pasta. Fucking loving it. Drinking wine. But yeah, shout out to the boys at Faster Pasta for doing the business. Um, uh, keep an eye out on those guys as always. Um, for blogs, new merch is coming as well. And if you're in the Cambridge area, deliveries 
probably will be coming back soon. I cannot confirm that. But anyway, shout out to the boys at Faster Pasta for just delivering the goods and just taking care of booze. Um, anyway, that brings it pretty much to an end uh, this week. Um, yeah, like I said, I've had a really, really great day today. Um, the first like really good day for me, like obviously went on holiday, which you're going to have a good time, like really had a good time on holiday. But like first norm, like normal day where it's just been a, just been a good day like loads of things just happened today and it's really 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 good i really enjoyed myself so yeah i just i'm probably sound like a fucking right shadow but yeah i just I, I yeah really really nice to like just be you know having a good day and so after a multiple shite days so yeah big up the world <laughs> the, the stuff coming full into place and also thanks again everyone a thousand plays um on the podcast yeah like i said it may not seem a lot to, to 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 a lot of people, but to me, it means the world. It means that you know, obviously, I'm doing something fairly okay. So, thanks for listening. Keep on keep on doing it. Keep on sharing all that stuff. Um, uh, weekly podcast plus the new top five episodes will be coming out soon. Um, every other week, starting, um, I will let you know. And we've got another big guest coming on soon. So keep your eyes peeled for that. This one's a really good one. So. I'm looking forward to doing that one. Um, So more content coming out, more live streams coming out. The Euros are coming up. The sun is shining. Nature is healing. I'm getting my vaccine. Fuck yeah. Anyway, so have a great week, everybody. Enjoy the sunshine. Drink responsibly. I don't know why I was, don't know why that, but yeah, please do drink responsibly. Um, When the fun stops, stop, pretty much. Anyway, I've rambled on enough for 45 minutes. Have a really great week, everybody. Enjoy the weather. Just have a great time. Enjoy the years. Enjoy the Euros. And just, yeah, thanks very much for listening. Um, uh, Take it easy. Keep smiling. Bye.